What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Captain's Run. I was just about to say bloke in a bar. I don't know why. I was in the mode. I was in the in the zone. But I've got the great man Cameron Smith there. How you going, brother? Kempi, how are we, mate? Um, look, I know we're, we're it's it's a week gone by. Um, lots of things have happened, but mate, I'm still on a high. Oh, I'm still man. on a high from Origin One. So good. How good is it? It is the best. Honestly, nothing oh, delivers so like good. Origin. Seriously, I know. Um, you, what were your thoughts, mate? Oh, my thoughts. What an incredible game of rugby league for Queens from a Queensland perspective. Um, yeah. But I also think, I also think now. Don't get me wrong. I, I loved the fight back win from Queensland, and and we got the the only stat that matters is obviously the win and the points yes. on the on the board. But I do think that people are forgetting that all of the. 80% or even 90% of the ingredients for a win. New South Wales had field position, controlled most of the game. Mm. They just couldn't, you know, the final blow just wasn't there. So this idea that they were, you know, a world away, I just don't know if that is the case. But on the other side of that, the Queensland, I mean, the Queensland spirit, New South Wales would hate to hear it. They hate to hear it, but it was there. It was there. I could feel Mate, it, Smithy. I could feel all, it. All of our listeners, all of our listeners that support New South Wales, they're just shaking their head right now, just going, Kempy, come on, mate. I've had enough of that Queensland spirit. But it's, isn't it? It's it's just astounding how how often the Maroons are able to win these origins in in the situation that they are in. Mm-hmm. Yep. No wingers, no back rowers. They had a man in the sin bin. They had, they were playing. 12 against 13 in the final 10 minutes, and they come up with two tries. Amazing. Like they, 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 there was, they, they had no right to win that game of football. Mate, when Flegler went off, I was like, okay, we're probably going to lose this game, you know, but I feel like we defended, we, kept, we, st- we hung in it. I was almost not, ha- I'm never happy with the loss from, as a fan, but also at the same time, you know, we aren't that far off. We get to Suncourt, we tweak a few things, mm-hmm. but then for Munster, I, I just. Smithy, tell me what's going on in that bloke's head. What I've got is no it? idea. I got no idea. <laughs> and I think that's what what makes him such a I guess a, a dangerous player to play against and, and to defend against is because a lot a lot of the time there's there's no real plan um mm. going on in Cameron Munster's head. And and I say that with all due respect. I'm I'm not just saying that, you know, there's there's nothing happening upstairs. Because he definitely does think about his football, he cares about you know, the teams that he plays in. And, uh, and I've mentioned, you know, the type of person and the type of footy player Cameron Munster is before on previous shows. But I think in times like that, it, he, he just calls for the ball and literally just wants to have a crack at the opposition and mm. backs himself. Mm. Now, we all know, like, his, his strength as a footballer is, is his running game. When Cameron Munster's playing his best football, he's kicking strong, he's defending well, um, but he's, out, out of everything, he's, he's running the football. So when he got that ball, there was a little bit of space out on Queensland's left edge. You know, um, Josh Adokar, he was defending quite tight to Nico Hines, who would come on for Tom Trebojevic. So playing in a, a, a quite an unfamiliar position was Nico Hines. And when you think about those defensive positions, and, and Kemper, you'd understand this better than me, but being out, out wide, it's particularly in a, um, a centre position, it's you you got to understand you know the movements and when to jam and when to back off and and how to attack you know ball carriers but he just he got the ball he went across Cleary he went across Nico Hines he put a right hand fend on him and just got to the outside and gave the hammer um Hamaso Tabuai Fado just enough room to work down that left hand side 
Mm. Now, how many players could have done that? Oh. Uh, not too many. Oh, not too many. Mate. But that's the reason why he's regarded as, as one of the best players in our game is because he can come up with those big plays like that when it's needed. Mate, I, I think one of his most underrated skill sets that he's developed over time, and he had it to a degree when he first came in, but Cam Munster's ability to know when to attack and not not a selfish play, but for example, let's say that defense does what it's supposed to do and he gets tackled on the edge of the field mm-hmm. in a set where he's got no support. It's almost a selfish play. Like, come on, Munster, get to, the, get to a point where we can set up some plays. But yeah. his ability to know, no, this is the moment, and then other yeah. times, no, okay, no, no, I should actually take a step back, get to where I need to get, and I'll wait for my moment to appear. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it is. It's a, it's a subtle part of his game that, that you do see every now and again. Um, and like I said, when he, when, he feels, when he feels those opportunities, which I think it is, I, I think, you know, the, the great players, they have that feel of a game. They have a feel of when those moments or those opportunities are in front of them and they're willing to take it. That's the one thing that he does have is he he's got the confidence to actually you know go after those those moments like he did the other night. So you know his ability to 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 do what he did there and and understand that moment well. Look, I've got to take this. Mm. There are some elements of risk in the game that you have to take at times mm. because you know with ten minutes to go and you know we're Queensland were playing with with 12 men for pretty much the majority of that 10 minutes. I think Flegler was only due back with, what, a minute and a half to go? Two minutes maybe, max? You know, that that was the time where Cameron Munster, I'm, I'm sure in a, in a split second, he just thought to himself, I've got to have a crack now or else I may not get another opportunity. Mm. So he took it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He realized that was the time to do it. Um, he skipped to his left. As I said, he skipped across two players, attracted. Well, Josh Adokar was backing away, but he sort of just caught his eye enough to tip Hamaso into some space. And, uh, you know, that's that's why he is the type of player he is. And and going back to what I was talking about before where, you know, I don't think that, that was so much of a plan. I think he just would have called – he just would have spoke to Daly Cherry Evans. And, well, he, he got the ball from Harry Grant. So the – the word or, or you know, the, the movement would have gone along the line to say, hey, I want the ball. Give me the ball. Like, he, he would have looked up and said, thought to himself, I've got a guy out of position here in Nico Hines. I'm going to back myself to beat him. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? So it's just that split second decision that gets him that opportunity. Um, and, and that's why it makes him so dangerous is because it happens so quickly. The defense don't really have a plan. Mm. Because they don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to go left foot back inside me? Is he going to go right foot, try and go around? Is he going to kick early? Because he's got all of these skills and 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 weapons that he can use. Um, and in that instance, you know, they they just they didn't make the right decision defensively, and he and he made them pay for it. Yeah. In regards to the defence, I man, my I feel sorry for Hines because as an edge, you know, having played on the edge a fair bit as a winger, mm. you could actually. See, because it happened so quickly, Hines almost went into his uh, his rhythms, as if like his normal defense patterns. And you, if you look at his spacing, he's basically right next to Cleary. And I think that was just because instinct kicked in. He normally defends at three, whereas yep. if he had been defending at center all year, his spacing would have been totally different. Munster would have bounced off Cleary straight into his inside shoulder rather than across his body. Yeah. Um, so I, I felt real sorry for Hines. And I understand, you know, origin, you've got to make these big plays. 
I do, and, and please let us know, uh, text in. I, I'm pretty sure, though, that Freddie Fittler had the opportunity to use Matty Burton due to the 10 in the bin on Tom Travojevic. Now, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, what, I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight, but do you, like, is that something that you guys, I guess, at Queensland speak about? Say a half goes down due to foul play. Would mm-hmm. you bring on, you know, Dearden as 18th man or would you bring mm-hmm. on whoever's on your bench? Yeah, well, I guess it depends on situations, right? And uh, that is correct. So Matt Burton, Matt Burton was 18th man, wasn't he, mm. for for the Blues? So that is correct. If if someone um, is forced from the field um, with a with a HIA and it's due to foul play, where where someone's um, found to have you know um, contributed to that injury, and as Tom Flegler was, he was he was given he was put on report and then put in the sin bin. I, I'm, I'm Ninety nine point nine percent certain that the eighteenth man can be activated in in that instance. Mm. Um, so maybe maybe that was the the better choice. But I guess you know having Nico Hines on the bench, he'd been sitting there for you know nearly seventy minutes. Um, you know I guess Brad Fittler and the rest of his coaching staff would have thought, well, you know he's been in the team all week, he's prepared all week. He's been around the the other players and the footy side. I think he's the best person to to go on the field, you know. And so, it's it's just a moment where it it, it come up with a with a some brilliance from Cameron Munster. You know, I'm not saying that it was the decision to put Hines on the field or even Nico Hines's you know defensive um, decisions to come in and and to try and tackle Cameron Munster. It was just some brilliance by Cam Munster. There, there wasn't much really else that was done wrong mm. um you know so it's and, and it's easy to look in hindsight isn't it can sure. you know to say oh you know we should have put that guy on or um nico Hines should have you know done these type of movements or made this decision or even josh ado Carr on the end of it mm. should he have backed away or should he stayed on the end of the line i'm you know that it's easy to say woulda shoulda coulda but i i think it just took a brilliant play by cam munster to, to beat a couple of defenders and, and give his outside man an opportunity to go down and do his thing and I'm mate, I'm so excited about Origin. I didn't even welcome everyone into the the show. Uh, welcome to Captain's <laughs> Run with Chemist Swift. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings. Also, you can subscribe to the Captain's Run on Apple, Spotify, or where all good podcasts are downloaded. Give us a text 0457 736 736. We've already got a thousand texts, Smithy. We've got some yes. great ones here. Um, where is it, Smithy? Oh, no, where's the Queensland Spirit one from the New South Wales? <laughs> There'll be something there. Anyway, he basically <laughs> said Queensland Spirit is a myth. Get it up here, you maggots. <laughs> Mate, but it's flown past. That's how many texts we're getting. That's how many texts. Uh, we've got actually yeah. a text that even I'm really, really interested to see. But before okay. we get to that text, a bit of breaking news. It is mm. being reported that Cody Walker finished training early today and reportedly a slight quad strain from Danny Wildland. Wow. 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 That's huge for, well, the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Well, already they've been hammered with injuries. Mm, mm. So Latrell unavailable this week. Joy Arrow, he's gone for what, 12? Yep. 12 uh, weeks? Six, six to eight weeks. Oh, six to eight weeks, sorry. Um, is Campbell Graham playing? He's battling a sternum injury. Cam I think Murray. he's playing. Cam Murray oh, out. Cam Murray. So Cam Murray out. Wow. It's, yeah. Big, wow. Huge news. Huge and, news. And that could have sort of ramifications with New South Wales because Cody Walker's, um, his name's been tossed about 
potentially for game two, mm. um, you know, to, to either play, well, potentially play, take that number six jersey or play in the Haas with Jerome Luai, um, which I think we'll get to soon, you know, talking about the injury to, to Nathan Cleary and what that means for New South Wales. But big news coming out of the Rabbitohs training. Oh, mate, it is uh, because, you know, me personally, I actually had Cody Walker as my six going into game two. And yep. you'd have to say that if he doesn't play this week, I mean, look, you could still pick him. He's played plenty of footy this year, so it's not like his match fitness would suffer in seven days. But yeah. it, I, it wouldn't help his chances. Um, I, I, I personally think that Freddie and Brandy and, and the selection board, they'll be waiting until the last minute of the last game to decide mm. who they play in their halves. Yeah, well, I th- well, I think it's it's been announced already. I'll probably get Tommy, the, the mad New South Welshman, to give me a thumbs up, but... I think Freddie announced that the New South Wales team for game two will be announced on the Monday rather than the Sunday. Yep, that's right. So that that's a bit of a change from um, what's been tradition for New South Wales. So they've got the entire weekend. Um, plus they can they can find some reports from you know, the medical staff from each of the, the clubs to find out how players have pulled up. But that's a big one, Kempi. Mate, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty to talk about. We can re- we're can we going to review the game, talk about Reese Walsh, Fafida, Hunt, uh, Cotter, Carrigan. We're also going to talk about New South Wales halves pairing. Who do we think is are the people for the job? And we'll get through uh, Victor School Sports Injury Wrap.